Hey dog, have you ever had a patient disagree with your treatment plan? Oh my god, yeah, of course I have. I mean, sometimes they ask questions and not only do they point blank disagree, but you think they kind of went to dental school during their lunch breaks. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with that? Well, that's a good question. Um, the one thing I've learned over time is not to get upset. Because, like, it's kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. And we're raised or we're trained to do our research and know for sure what's good and what isn't good. And when someone says, you're wrong, kind of pushes you off your game. <laughs> yeah, so it's best to stay calm and, you know, not take it personal pretty much, right? Yeah, you know, don't freak out. Um, don't get upset don't show that you're getting upset and i think a lot of times usually when people disagree it's not that they actually are saying no you're wrong but it's more of a uh i don't get it and whatever you're telling me sounds like it's gonna hurt and it's gonna suck yes yes you know sometimes they probably just don't even understand the treatment i think so as well has to do something uh would not being able to comprehend what the doctor went over with them uh, so I think just kind of changing the verbiage a little bit to a way where the patient would understand and actually relate to what is being explained to them. So what do you think like about that? Smaller words for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love videos mm-hmm. and I love showing pictures of like, hey, you know, this is what it's going to look like. This is what you have. And because of this is the problem that you happen to have in your mouth. These are the way that we fix it, and this is the way it's going to look. Yeah. I notice a lot of times, like, when I tell patients, hey, uh, we need to take some teeth out. One, they think we need to have it taken out now. And two, they're super worried, and what they're upset about and disagreeing on is, I don't want to have teeth removed and then walk around looking like this. Yes, yes. So making them, reassuring them that there's solutions for, like, stay plate or anything. Meanwhile, they're waiting for the implant. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I step back and I say, look, don't you ever think for a minute Doc Rock is going to let you walk out of here with no teeth <laughs> exactly. and smile for your family with summer teeth, meaning summer here, summer there, and having people asking, who did this to you? Like, I don't need that kind of publicity. <laughs> so I tell patients, look, I promise whenever we take teeth out, we put fresh ones in. Don't worry about it. You're not going to go out looking busted. Okay, okay. So what is your response to a patient that comes in, they have a toothache, they think, hey, it's a ca- I have a cavity, I might need a filling, there. I feel a hole back there. And the tooth needs to be extracted, and they're just like, no, I don't want the tooth extracted. Why can't you just do a filling on it? Well, I tell patients, look, um... Usually when you need to have a filling, that's way before your tooth even starts to hurt. I mean, look, you, you've known for a long time that your, this tooth has a problem. This hasn't been an overnight issue, number one. Number two, um, that's like saying, you know, I'm just going to spit into a fire and hope that that fire then goes out. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's not nearly enough to put out the fire. Exactly. So if you're telling me that, hey, just throw a spit into the fire... That's not doing anybody a service. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think sometimes we just have to try to explain the best we can. And if the you know we have to let go of the case, then we're going to have to let go of the case. Sometimes it's, it's not always a win. 
Oh my God, especially ones when they come in and they're like, Doc, uh, I just want my teeth whitened. And you take a look, they need four quadrants of scaling. There's no whitening calculus. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. That's that's definitely something common. Yeah. And I don't, you know, again, it's just a matter of just educating the patient, explaining to them, and hey, if they decide to go for that second consult exam somewhere else, as long as you give them a really good first experience and you deliver the mes- message well, when the patient does decide to move forward with the treatment, hey, they might choose us over the other second opinion. You know, I also notice sometimes patients get upset when I say, for example, hey, if you want to keep your tooth, you're going to need a root canal. Because they think root canal means scary. They think it's going to be terrifying. It's going to be super painful. They're going to be sweating and screaming. (laughs) And, you know, when I tell them, look, um, it's nothing like what you see on television or in the movies. It's going to be basically a big, giant piece of rubber, um, a whole bunch of vibrating, and that's it. That tends to kind of calm them down quite a bit. I think a lot of times also disagreeing is no, I disagree that that needs to happen because I don't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. So um, make ourselves seem less scary. Yeah, I think sometimes too, they, they really think that it's us wanting to do the treatment and they want us to bypass it and, and we have to let them know at the end of the day, hey, no, there's really no other options. This is the only way that we can either um, fix the issue, um, you know, sometimes if we have to remove the tooth, there's infection there, explaining them and just, I mean, I feel like I keep repeating myself, but at the end of the day, yes, it's just explaining, explaining, explaining to a way they can understand what we're trying to do and why we're recommending the treatment. But you're right. It is repeating. It's just repeating, yeah. but using different kinds of words until yeah. it sinks in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, you know, one of my favorite things, even when, um, when patients think the treatment is too expensive, one of my favorite lines is always like, what, um... And what did you expect, um, you know, this would cost? Or what did you expect the treatment would be um, to save this tooth? You know, what did you think the treatment that was going to entail to be able to fix the issue that you're having? And they start thinking about it like, oh, well, yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it. Or, yeah, I... I mean, it's incredible. People go to the mechanic and they don't think twice. They're like, (laughs) oh, $900? Okay. But then you say, okay, well, your tooth has a problem, and it's actually physically painful, yeah. and it's going to cost $900, and suddenly, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, pretty much sometimes, too, like you mentioned earlier, it, it's just a matter of them being scared as well. So we just uh, make them feel comfortable and answer any questions that they have, just always ask too do is there any anything that i can answer for you anything that you're not understanding uh because they're embarrassed to ask they're shy to ask so just you know being open inviting them to ask any questions that they might have or think that that's that's a great point because i mean saying hey i disagree with you and i think you're wrong sounds seems a lot more empowering for a person than i'm scared and i don't understand Mm mm-hmm when maybe we should look at, I think you're wrong, as a different way of saying, I don't get it and I'm scared. Yeah, you know, sometimes too, once you're finished doing the exam, we're going over these things and even though the patient doesn't agree with it, they'll be like, okay, I'll call you. And a lot of times the doctor or the treatment coordinator, they're like, okay, um, well then give us a call when you're ready. 
you know, sometimes we have to take that extra step and be like, well, you know, is there a reason why you're holding off? Like, what's going on? Is there any questions that I can answer for you? And, you know, sometimes it's, it's their way. It's different personalities that we're dealing with on a daily basis. So sometimes that's their way of, you know, kind of shying away and being like, oh, I don't even know, like, what's going on. Yeah, I think you're I'm wrong. scared. I don't believe you. Maybe <laughs> I need to go and ask three other dentists the same exact question. Yeah, or my mom or my spouse. Or and my I got to go watch it on Google. Yeah. <laughs> and then get super scared. Yes, yes. But I think the conclusion is... Um, you can't let that rattle your cage. You can't get scared or upset or pissed off because, hey, we're accustomed to different kinds of bigger words and we're also accustomed to not necessarily always hearing no. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to get sucked into getting insulted. Mm -hmm. Like, are you freaking kidding me? You're telling me I'm wrong? Yeah, of course we don't say that. Well, <laughs> but it's a little exciting. But you know what comes <laughs> off in your head. <laughs> yeah, so basically just to um, summarize this, it's just next time your you know, patient wants to disagree with the treatment, just you know, take a step back, make sure that you explain um, the treatment in a way where they understand. Ask if there's any questions that you can possibly answer, any part of the treatment that they're not quite comprehending. And if they're scared, um, just kind of make them feel comfortable, pretty much. And show examples. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Thanks, everybody. (laughs)